Auto One Podcast Network. Moto One Podcast Network. Now, God dang, I just wasted an hour of my life recording a bunch of stuff, and then I decided it sounds terrible, so I am going to undo it. Hey, everybody, this is Junkie here with a little bit of a junk pile right before our creative writing episode. Now, I won't make it long. I won't ramble on. I'll actually make it short and sweet. Uh, I had totally, totally rambled before, and now I feel bad because it's like, Five o'clock in the morning, and I have to be up in twenty minutes to go to work. <laughs> oh God! Uh, so listen, uh, I wanted to tell everybody out there that's going to be listening to the upcoming episode. Uh, we have for patrons only. If you want to go to patreon.com forward slash creative writing, join us, become part of our team, uh, give us your money. We will reward you with prizes, entertainment. And some behind-the-scenes stuff, and also a Discord channel now. You can chime in. I'm on there right now, and it's like, you know, 5 o'clock in the morning. It's not real busy. Nobody's real on here. But uh, I did want to say, we're, um, we're only on here. I'm only on here. I just started it uh, the other day, this week, as we were recording. And uh, I kind of put in there, show, text, 8 p.m. Pacific time. So that's what happens. You won't, you're not going to find me in there. So Corey, uh, Evil Genius, was in there. Hi, Evil Genius. Um, Jay was in there. The Nokomoto Bros were hanging out in there with us. So if you want to, if you're around at 8 p.m. Pacific time on Tuesdays and sometimes Wednesdays, depending on uh, Wiggins' schedule, and Jay's schedule. Sometimes we do have to switch it around, but most of the time it's Tuesday nights that we record. If you want to be a Patreon patron, go in there, check it out, chat with us on Discord. And I also wanted to say just tonight, I see that uh, Matt from My Motorbike Obsessions, another Patreon uh, supporter who is living in Japan, Japizzle right now, he was in there chatting it up. So, yeah, yeah. Him and him and Swiggy uh, had a little conversation. So, yeah, man. Join our Discord server. Yap. Uh, all, you know, all week long. We'll get in there Tuesday and read some of this stuff. And then maybe you can chat along with us if you're around between, I don't know, 8 and 10 on Tuesday nights or 7.30 to 9.30 because we do like to get to bed at a reasonable time. So, anyway, yeah. That's going on. Uh, part of the stuff I rambled on that I totally cut out was about the year 1969 because all I've been reading about recently in the L.A. newspapers, yes, I read newspapers. I'm, I decided to go back to the 1950s, speaking of 1969, when all those long-haired hippies started not reading newspapers anymore, uh, I, I started reading the newspaper, and there's a ton of stuff in there about 1969, partially... Uh, and, and actually, I've seen some of this stuff in person, partially because 1969, my friends, was the year that uh, a few, quite a few things happened here in America. We'll talk about them in a sec. But one thing I did want to say is that I do this a lot. I, I basically, I like to know like what's happened at a certain time or a certain place that is concurrent with the motorcycles that I like, right? Oh yeah, you think that, uh, 
You think that I could flush that? Well, listen to this. I, I like to go to, I like to think about like the turn of the century. Like we didn't even have, uh, like people were dying of polio and bubonic plague still and leprosy was a thing, but we had motorcycles and, and really we had planes like the Wright brothers and all this stuff. Well, you know, fast forward half a century and we're at 1969. Now, 1969 was a... Uh, oh, come on. Let me just rant for one second about 1969. 1969, 50 years ago, because it's 2019, uh, just this year, I think it was the AMA and the quail uh, up north, celebrated the CB750. Now, when Wiggins and I did our crazy engines, he pulled... Oh, the CB750. Why was it crazy? Well, because at that time... You are a huge nerd. You are a huge nerd. You are a huge nerd. At the time, and Wiggins was totally a nerd for this bike. At the time, this bike was like one of the first four strokes to come out. Uh, not four strokes. Four cylinders in a time where twins were king. It was also huge. It was... Uh, yeah, it was costly, but it was also a um, rather large bike. Like, they didn't even have a class to race it in. There wasn't a thousand. Sport bikes were 500 cc's at the time. If you go back to the Isle of Man and the Grand Prix, um, like the MotoGP, what they, they called them Grand Prix, then they didn't call it MotoGP. But uh, that's still a Grand Prix. Let's not, let's not get off topic. That's still a Grand Prix. They just call it MotoGP today. But the Grand Prix of the era were raced on like 50cc sidecar, uh, 250, 350, 500. 500 was the biggest. And so like 50cc, 125, um, those ones were like the junior classes and stuff like that. Uh, crazy that... To think that like Giacomo Agostini uh, in 1969 won every single race in his classes, which was he raced 350s and 500s. Every single race, this guy won in that year, except for um, I think Phil Reed won in the 500 class and something like Tobin Nash or something, I forget his name, Hawthorne Nash, somebody like that won in the 350 class. And other than that, I think there was 14 races that year. He won 13 of the 14 races. I don't think there's been anybody since Giacomo Agostini, even like Marquez's really good year, was it 13 or 14, uh, that he had like a superb year and he won like quite a bit. You know, Jared Meese actually a couple years ago with um, in 20, was it 18 or 17? When he first, the Indians, man, when he won like every single race that year, except for the one where he got qualified for putting Tim Hortons, like, but that's not road racing. That's flat track. You know what I'm saying? Like back in the day, these guys used to have to road race. Some of them did, you know, flat track. I think to win like an American Grand National back at the time, you had to do that. I don't know about the GP stuff. So actually, maybe I'm talking a little smack right here that I shouldn't. But anyway, uh, yeah, guys like that. And, and Giacomo Agostini, still alive, still holds the, um, the record at like 122 uh, v- GP wins with like, I forget how many titles, I think 13 titles. And he's the uh, only guy behind him that's like still relevant is is Rossi with like 120 
12 title or wins and like nine titles or something like that. And uh, right behind him was Angel Nieto, who just sadly just passed away um, a couple years ago, the same year I think that Nikki Hayden died. Um, he was in a quad accident of all, of all things and he passed away, but he was, he's like the winningest Spanish, uh, writer. I think he's got 90 wins and I forget how many championships, but yeah, like these guys were incredible for their time. And 1969 was a huge year for, uh, Angel Nieto and Giacomo Agostini. Phenomenal year for Giacomo Agostini. Um, won every friggin' race almost except for one in each class that he was in. So that really says something. I also, you know, we put a man on the moon and uh, Charles Manson killed a bunch of people like that. And I forget if Altamont happened. Was that 68? The Altamont where the Hells Angels stabbed somebody at the Rolling Stones concert. I forget if that was like 67 or 68. But regardless, I was just reminiscing earlier and I'm starting to do it again so I'll quit but I was reminiscing about what a crazy year 50 years ago was and it just got me thinking about all these great things because on this episode we were supposed to have Brady Walker on to talk about the vintage racing and the vintage classic track day that's coming up and the carnival of speed that he's putting on and the heavy which is happening at Sonoma uh, in September which is going to be like a they uh, call it heavy because it's going to be the bigger sport super bikes, what I call super bikes. And yes, they had super bike bars. I know I said that one time and Wiggins uh, gave me guff for it, but these are the bikes that I was talking about that needed the big old handlebars for leverage. You, you look up super bike bars, you'll find them. They're not, they're not clip-ons. I know modern super bikes do, but this is going to be like the heavy stuff. And 1969, 50 years ago, going back in time, pardon me, it was this uh, transitional period, not only as for culture and for the EPA. You know, Nixon had just established the EPA right before him, right? I think like, yeah, I think right before this. And, uh, or I guess after this yeah, is when he established the, the EPA, but um, somewhere around this time. And uh, the hippies were going crazy. The Clean Air Act was happening. We were about to enter an oil crisis. We were about to go crazy, we, uh, like start our uh, clash with the Middle East, which was going to affect motorcycles and cars and stuff like that. It was a crazy transitional time. And so I was just reminiscing about it. Um, and then all, all, I, all I've been reading here in the paper recently is uh, Charles Manson stuff, like the last four or five weeks in the paper, there's been something about it because it, the, it just happened. The, um, anniversary of it just happened like last week, like the first week in, of August or something like that. So it's all over the newspapers, all over, you know, Spawn Ranch, the Manson family, blah, blah, blah. You know, the people that are still alive, the survivors. So I've been reading all about that, how crazy it was. I read Helder Skelter and a uh, long, long time ago. And it was just a crazy, crazy thing that happened. And I didn't live in L.A. when I read Helter Skelter, but now that I live here, it's like, wow, man, that's crazy thinking about something like that happened, something that shocked a nation, crime of the century, one of the scariest things to ever happen, that everybody was coming out of the summer of love, you know what I mean? 67, I think, was the summer of love. We had some pretty good music starting to come out of the 60s. Um, and then this crazy thing happens. Boom. National tragedy, 
On top of that, national victory with us throwing some men on the moon and having like the Apollo 10 and 11 flights, which by the way, I went to the California Science Center down by uh, the soccer stadium where I watched the women's team kick some ass a few few months ago and um, got to see some of the Apollo stuff. And I actually texted Chris Singsheim, hey, this looks like your pistons when you used to run on nitrous i'm i'm super glad that you're no nitrous chris now <laughs> but um yeah and actually speaking of chris and speaking of writers and stuff like that and stuff that's going to be coming up on the show i better get into that uh i'm not going to do any news there was some news but i'm not going to i'm not going to do any of it and uh i'll just get into this we are i mentioned i believe our discord channel i've recorded this twice now so don't forget i m- may think that I've already said this and I didn't. But in our Discord channel, uh, we I yacked with Matt from My Motorbike Obsessions. Well, he, he yacked with the, the Noka Motor Bros. Um, got, been getting a lot of texts from people, which is great. Sing Sign's been sending me some pictures of his new bike running. He's been posting them up on Facebook and Instagram. Um, the thing sounds bitching. He's, there's some maps that he's working on. And I don't know if he's showing his time slips because they don't normally do that. But I will tell you, I won't tell you the times, but I will tell you the speeds are, his speed is like 170. You can work backwards from there if you're trying to beat him, but yeah, 170. He's only made 10 passes on this bike, just totally rebuilt his old nitrous bike into a turbo bike, started over, went like 180 degrees from where he was before, 10 passes, and he's already... I can't tell you his times, but they're phenomenal, and the speeds, he's already back up to 170, so he, and he's still hammering it out. He's looking forward to taking a break off after spending all this time and money getting this thing to go, you know, getting it ready for these last couple weekends, because it finally got uh, hot enough to race in Wisconsin and dry enough. Uh, so yeah, he's been looking forward to racing these last few weekends, and now that he's done it, he's like, man, all this time and money and like fabricating and stress and work, I can't wait for, you know, the end of the summer to come so we can go riding. And I was like, yes, my friend, that's what it's all about. Um, and so that was exciting. I'm glad that he sent me some of those uh, pictures of that thing. It's just amazing. Go check him out uh, on Instagram. Also, Ray. Uh, we were talking, I just listened to last week's show again, uh, just this week. Sometimes I do that. And we assume Wiggins was talking about the shaft drive, um, Nighthawks. And I was like, man, I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember a vast majority of the ones I seen being shaft drive, but we, I know they did have a Nighthawk S, which was a little bit fancier and it was shaft drive, so I don't know if you have that one. We he said it, and I had just assumed it at that point. I was like, yeah, 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 this shaft drive, and so we went with the shaft drive version. If you don't have the shaft drive version, in my opinion, those are more valuable. I love bikes with chains, just because, God forbid, something happened to the shaft, or like it gets like wobbly or off balance or something, or worn out, you know good luck trying to find a shaft well it's honda maybe they still have it around but even honda parts go obsolete or out of print so to speak um if you got a yamaha or kawasaki or something like that from that era forget about it i don't even think a dismantler will have a shaft for you unfortunately but you know the fact i hope you have the chain drive nighthawk and 
you can do so much stuff with those things. I know you said you're not you're not gonna go get the Harley or the uh, Svart Pillin. What were you trying to? What were you gonna get? I forget the other bike we were gonna get. But at any rate, Perfecta Mundo on this uh, Nighthawk. We assumed that you had the S version, but even if you don't, I dig the like the uh, clapped down version. Is that a real term? Clapped down. It's just it's tired, and I'm a beer into this already. So. Uh, so forgive me, but anyway, yeah, glad that you have that. I would keep that bike, um, and we'll get it. And we got into it last week's episode about that. On this week's episode, Wiggins and I we don't get into a heated debate, but we do talk about the Gold Wings, and uh, I think I said that they don't. Some of them don't have reverse, and yeah, turns out I was right. So whatever you hear, I don't know exactly what I said. I can't remember what I said. Because I was kind of all backwards on this show too, um, but yeah, I there's the base model Goldwing, not the Goldwing Tour, just the base model Goldwing. No top bag, no no top trunk. I should say no airbag, no nothing, not even reverse, and it's a manual transmission, six speed manual. Then there's the seven speed manual with. Uh, the D- DCT, I'm sorry, seven speed automatic DCT that has reverse driven off the motor. Then there's the Goldwing Tour base model with a six speed uh, manual that has an electric reverse. And then from then on, all the other ones, the Goldwing Tour DCT and the D- Goldwing Tour DCT with airbag, those both have the same. Uh, all the DCTs have a shaft driven off the motor that is reversed. So suck it, Wiggins. I don't know what I say in the show, but I'm, I, I don't know if I had it backwards on the show or what. But, uh, yeah, there is a Goldwing without reverse at all, and then the other ones are driven off the motor except for the, the manual, which has an um, electric reverse on it. And the DCT ones has walk mode, if you can believe that, and hill start control which some of the BMWs, the bigger BMW touring ones have. Motorcycles are getting crazy, people. It's about time you get out there, do what I did. Upgrade your motorcycle. Go to a better, newer system. Get off carburetors and drum brakes. Sorry, Spamela. I love you so much. I'm looking at Spamela right now. She's looking at me in the eye like, how could you friggin' say that about me? How can you say that with me sitting right here? Listen, Spammy. I, I mean, I... I kind of mean it. It's not that I don't mean it. I'm just saying, like, it is nice <laughs> having a uh, fuel injection. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to warm the bike up, Spamala. Quit looking at me like that. Quit leaking oil all over, too. You disgusting pig. You make me sick. <sighs> I can't believe I just said that about my beloved Spamala. All right, listen, everybody. Uh, here's a couple events that we don't mention on the show, and most of them are here in SoCal. Um, there's going to be a friendly ride out, all bikes, all CCs welcome, small CC, big CC, don't matter. They're going to meet up at Panda Express at Walnut Grove Avenue in Rosemead, California. That's not too far from me, my friend. And they're going to ride out, uh, at, they're going to meet up at seven and ride out at 8 PM to the Grand Central Market downtown. Dude, the Grand Central Market is awesome. It is actually down in a really historic part of LA the Grand Central Market literally is the Grand Central Market and has been for several uh, several millennia. 
like 4,000 years. The Mayans, I think, when they were up here in uh, what was Norte Maya Rista back then, which is now Southern California. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's just a huge market that's under some historical buildings downtown. Uh, it's pretty great. And it's right by the Angels Flight and like the oldest very first courthouse downtown. I don't know. There's a bunch of crazy stuff down there. It's an awesome area, but that'd be a fun ride to go to. Um, and it'd be really fun to ride motorcycles down there. It's, it's crazy down there. Like it's not, it's not as dirty as Hollywood, but there is quite a huge homeless population and it's a little bit nuts dirty down there. The, the, the courthouse, city hall, all that stuff. It's like downtown. Um, August 31st, there's going to be a back to school giveaway, uh, book bag and supply giveaway at, uh, 845 West Cypress street street in Covina, which Covina is not too far from here, but yeah, dude, loud pipe clothing is going to be there. Um, there's going to be shark squad motorcycle attorneys. Uh, I don't know if these are clubs, but there's, or they're bands, but they're going to have the rebels, the goofball riders, um, some girls, I can't see the name of the patch. They're red velvet eyeballs. No, that's not what they're called, but I'll call them that. The Tranquilo Fellowship. That sounds like a hardcore. Uh, Team Exempt, um, six cycles, and uh, a couple other things there. So go check that out. Um, basically, back-to-school giveaways, book bags and supplies. So get your little kids to ride their motorcycles down there and get some free stuff. And it's a free event if you want. Um, also, I think Jay sent me this, the El Camino, um, swap meet. El Camino swap meet is a Southern California tradition similar to the SoCal cycle swap meet, only it's been going on a lot longer. It takes place at El Camino, um, and it is a swap meet and it happens in September. So I guess I'll announce it when it gets a little bit closer, but just be ready for it. Um, and then... The 20 in two weeks, the SoCal Cycle Swap Meet is going to be happening. It's always the last Sunday of the month, and that's actually going to be coming up here pretty soon. So, watch it, bro. Um, California Cycles and Classics Auto Show at Fontana Speedway, November uh, 2nd and 3rd, right? So, you be ready for that one. And like when the weather finally cools off here. Um, I saw also, I don't know where I saw it, but I can't find it now, but there was a, there's going to be a, oh, this might be where Ducati is. The Ducati email that I just can't find, but they're doing a track day. I think they're doing it at AAA Raceway, which is, uh, it's either California Speedway. Yeah. Cause Auto Club Raceway is a, um, drag strip. So it's got to be California Speedway. Um, they're, they're doing the Ducati track day on the road course, like through the center and a little bit on the oval. So that'd be kind of fun. So check that out and check it out, man. And if you could, um, I don't know, give us a shout out, become a Patreon supporter today by going to patreon.com forward slash creative writing, get on our discord channel. Uh, tell me something, say junk, quit doing these stupid junk piles, you piece of junk. And then I shall. And what else? That's about it. If you have anything that's going on that you want me to know about, you can DM me on Instagram or put it on our Facebook page at Creative Writing Podcast for both of those. You can tweet me up at Twitter. I'm usually a little bit uh, busy with like, you know, Trump's always tweet me on there and stuff and, and Jay-Z and Kanye West are always asking me stuff. I just, I kind of... 
I'll have to make some time for you, but I definitely will. Tweet me some stuff on there uh, or email the show, podcast at gmail.com. Send us your events and a little flyer even. Maybe we'll stick it up on our blog and we'll definitely mention it on the show. All right, that's our junk pile. I hope I've bored you slightly. I hope I've pre-bored you. And I am, like I said, I'm beer in. Almost a beer in. God, this beer's terrible, by the way. Um, and I am trying to get you a little bit bored because I want you to be excited about creative writing, which is coming up next. I better get out of here before they realize I'm talking on their stuff. All right. All right, everybody. Peace, grease, and uh, slap a geese. Bye. Moto One Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to another episode of Creative Riding, the motorcycle podcast that brings you two-wheel topics from around the globe. Tonight's show is brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. If you'd like to become a patron of the show, go to www.patreon.com forward slash creative writing to find out more. Now, to our regularly scheduled show, show, song for the folks back at home just kidding that's all we got uh hi everybody welcome to your favorite hopefully still your favorite uh podcast in the world i hope like this tonight's just been rough enough hasn't it so if you don't know what i'm talking about (laughs) good for you uh who do we got in the house tonight we got uh me this is the junk steimer instead of junk meister i'm gonna go by junk steimer Oh, are you waiting on me to say I guess. And Jay's dead. Or Jay is muted. We don't know. Jay. We don't know either. (laughs) But but Wiggins is here. Wiggins is here. And uh, Jay is here somewhere. She's she's, uh, muted in the background. I think she's eating an edible or rubbing CBD all over her broken legs, hoping that it fixes them. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Creative Funky Podcast. Wiggins... Talk about, uh, first things first, talk about our crummy start. We're supposed to have uh, Sweet Talker Brady Walker on the phone tonight. And I tried to. We tried to. I feel bad because, um, yeah. He stayed up late to talk to us. He stayed up late. Well, he's also three-fifths of a bottle of Jack into Jack Daniels uh, in here. So that just makes the conversation better. That does make it a lot better. So he was going to talk to us about some vintage racing and uh, all that great stuff because what's coming up soon is the Carnival of Speed. And Jay could tell us about all that. I don't know if she's here, though. Jay, Jay, Jay. I know she's here. I just don't know what she's doing right now. So uh, if I get a frantic text that like she fell off the couch or the lazy boy and she can't connect to us... <laughs> 
I feel pretty bad <laughs> that we're like shit talking her and she's laying there uh, on the couch. I can tell a decent amount about it <laughs> just because I've done a few of Brady's track days. Yeah. So, yeah, let's get into that. First things first, uh, some stuff that's coming up. Before we get into the actual, you know, the meat and potatoes of the show and start talking about some awesome upcoming events, we need to do a little thing or two. We need to uh, give you a disclaimer. And the first thing I'd like to say is that uh, Moto One Podcast Network. Um, I think they even kicked out um, MotoGP last week. I think that those guys were uh, not in the main suite, and I think it's because they've been blowing through the budget a little too much. So I felt bad that we were down in the basement, but those guys got kicked to the uh, from the presidential suite down to just like the executive or senior so leadership team. Is there a room up there now, or can we at least just turn the air conditioning on? They won't let us do that. Like, don't come on, don't start asking for the impossible. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they do want us to remind you that this show is uh, opinionated and not necessarily fact-driven. And so the stuff that we say might not be historically, factually, or even who gives a damn accurate. Uh, but it is our opinions. And so... It's it, 100% accurate, my opinion. In your opinion, exactly. And if uh, history is facts and fact is opinion, then we are uh, historically factional. We're pretty accurate, then. <laughs> yeah. Um, show intro... We got Wiggins here. We got Jay here somewhere. She probably hasn't unmuted her mic. That's probably what happened. She muted it so that we could do the intro music, and now she's like, oh, yeah, I forgot to unmute it because I've been screaming at them, and they don't hear me. Um, I'm going to text her in a minute if I don't hear from her. But also, uh, some stuff that we got coming up, Wigs. I don't have the show notes up for you. Do you feel – do you want me to put them up for you? I never read them anyway. Yeah, good. Well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to choose a word of the week – and a punishment, because we need to do that. And we got a few new submissions this week, so we're, I'm going to throw those on the spreadsheet, and uh, we're going to talk about those. But what's going to happen this week, I figured, is that Wiggins can choose the old word, and I'll choose the punishment. And there's like, some good ones on there. There's like, I've added, I've added a couple uh, punishments to the pile that people suggested. So I'm really digging this word of the week thing. And some people have thrown up some new words of the week, which is going to be kind of hard to maneuver around so while we let me see what can i do i can pump in some disgusting techno music or like a sweet little hillbilly jam i like that little porn jam you had going last dang dog who didn't like that little porn jam then i might grab too many words of the week (laughs) right whoa what's this where did i didn't even put that in there where'd this word of the week come from so yeah, while you dig out the word of the week, let me cue up the porno music and see if we can get this show on the road. And uh, we will be fulfilling any any um, it reminders. If you do submit a word of the week punishment, just remember that we have to work the next day. And so don't do something that's going to mangle us. And don't do something that's going to, you know, make us not ever be able to go back to work um, I don't know. <laughs> so, but yeah, uh, that, that's all I have to say about it because I was thinking about, eh, well, there's, there's some other stuff. But anyway, let me get some sweet porn music going while Wiggins chooses the word and then I'll choose the punishment. So uh, hopefully, hopefully it works now, right? Like we've been struggling with this fucking thing for forever. So, yeah. <laughs> no shit. You better text Jay and see what happened to her. The word of the week here. Tires. But hey, who doesn't get excited about new rubbers, right? 
Yowzing! Wowzer! You can call them Shinkos, I call them Shrinkos, if you know what I mean. Oh yeah! Yeah, watch out for that helmet. Yeah, your, your helmet stand didn't work too well. It's a piston that blew at 174 miles an hour. Sent to us by Chris. Ooh, sing time. <laughs> All right, my friend. That was a good word. That was one of the new words of the week, by the way. So after this, the word of the week, this doesn't count. The word of the week is tires. The punishment, if we say that word during the rest of the show, after I read the punishment, we will have to... That's not a punishment. This is a punishment. We will have to put balloons on our bike and Jay put balloons on her crutches uh, the next time we go out. So the Carnival of Speed, if you go to the Carnival of Speed, your RC, your Dyna, or Trusty Rusty, whatever you're taking out there, you're going to need to put balloons on it. Uh, I'm actually taking my bike in for its first service. Uh, I'll probably take it this week because I want to take it for a sweet ride this weekend. And uh, Lord knows that I can't, uh, I need to take it for its service first. I want to keep that factory warranty up to date. So I will be taking it in. They are probably going to check the air pressure in the rubber, um, not springy part of my suspension. And uh, they're also going to be checking the valves and all that great stuff. So it'll be kind of cool. Um, Wigs, what are you going to, is there anything you need to prep for your bike this <laughs> for oh, the Carnival of Speed? Way too much. I got uh, all my stuff for my forks in. So now I just have to, um, and if I would have known it was going to take an hour to get ready, I probably would have, I actually, I should have brought anyway. Anyway, so I got to get my forks off the RC-51, get them down to Linwood after work. So that's going to be like a seven hour drive to go 10 miles or so. Um, and then uh, I can actually, he's like, yeah, I can do those in a day. No problem. So I'm going to take those to, I think it's Moto Classica Garage or something. Mm-hmm. Get the car. It's Brady is one of Brady's suspension guys, and he was at the last track they did in April. And the dude's just cool and helpful and affordable. Yeah. <laughs> and he seemed like he knew his shit. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I bought seals, bushings, clips. I bought, like, everything that you can replace in your forks. So I'm going to get those rebuilt in the RC. And uh, I also want to take the Buell, so... I don't have $250 for a battery right now, but I do have a fuel pump. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy that the battery is that expensive. Well, see, I stuffed it under the seat, so it's a it's a little um, anti-gravity that fits under the seat. But uh, I should have brought the fuel. I got the fuel pump out of the bike. I should have brought it over and put the new fuel pump into the like little housing hello. thing. Oh, she's back. Hi, Jay. Um, hello, while, hello. While we were waiting here. Hi. Do you not hear if us? If you're muted, unmute yourself, motherfucker. <clears throat> Jay, we're not muted. Oh, no. Jay. <laughs> yeah. We were muted. That, yeah, you were muted. That whole time. That's why you weren't talking to us. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was like, are they going to unmute themselves or what? Dick. What a dick move of us. So you could hear us or no? No, I couldn't hear you. Oh, my God. That whole time you were just sitting so quietly. No, I was like, I thought you guys were running ads or something. I was like, okay, they must have back-to-back ads. Damn, we did. Back-to-back. Back-to-back. Or I was like, oh, they must be using this as an opportunity to talk shit about me. We did. (laughs) We also said the word of the week, which that means you don't know what it is. I'm going to text it to you. Oh, okay. That way uh, you'll know not to say it, because we already said... 
That's it. So don't say it. Don't go, oh, I just read it and it's blah. <laughs> so what happens if I say it? If you say that, you have to tie balloons to your crutches or your bike, whatever <laughs> whatever your next appearance is on two, four, or for you, whatever uh, metal. You know, if you're on crutches, a walker, um, those sweet braces like Forrest Gump hat. So I have a question. Is the... Because you sent me the plural version of that word. What if it's not plural? Same word. Singular? Sa- okay. So it doesn't matter. Got it. Same, same let's, word. Let's not, let's not split hairs in a sp- string factory. Oh, I just made that one up. That's, that's pretty lame. But anyways, I'm a dad. I can make lame jokes. So anyway, um, bummer. Okay, here's the deal. We, we, uh, we had trouble with you last time talking to you. Um, because we couldn't get, for some reason, the audio to work. We found out it was your headphones, because after you swapped out your headphones or whatever it was, I called you back on your phone, and it worked. Yeah. Now I called Brady Walker, and we couldn't get it to work. However, I'm playing music and all that stuff from the same adapter. So I, And we're talking to you on Skype via the same... Um, input so i don't know what is going on um but something's happening with the iphone technology i really miss my old iphone that just had the plug (laughs) screw this new um no plug having stuff you know what i'm saying and and all these adapters that you have to buy because i think half the time it recognizes them as headphones half the time it recognizes them as a charger because they're the same freaking thing so i'm pissed right now that we can't talk to brady um, upcoming events, um, the 24th and 25th was the Carnival of Speed at Willow Springs Raceway. And that's what we were going to have him on to talk about. Uh, he is uh, three quarters of a bottle into the Jack Daniels. And I'm sure he would have said the word of the day several times. And <laughs> therefore, all of his bikes would have had balloons on them at uh, the Carnival of Speed. Having said that, man, I'm bummed that we won't be able to have him here, but he did have some sweet audio equipment that he said we could borrow if we had a landline. So here's the deal, man. People need to make... um, People need to make... uh, some sort of like connection between digital and like analog stuff that's going to work because this is screwy. I don't... I just... I don't know... I'm kind of bummed that... Uh, well, they say that technology is supposed to simplify our lives, but I feel like it's been the opposite. Dude, I feel like real. things are more complicated. For real. And not only that, but uh, it's just making... It's making me have to buy more equipment just to make stuff work. And my old one, I plug straight into the mixer. No problems. Yep. No uh, crazy high peaks. No mic level versus line level. It was so simple. What about... Like, you got the fancy adapter. What about the one that just is, like, that long and it's, like, that plug to the headphone jack? Like like this one, but with the mail coming out? N- no. Did your other one, you just had a, a mail mail? The other head- one, I just p- literally plugged this cable into the tip of it, well, which is what I just did with Brady and it, nothing happened. Oh, yeah. It scre- oh, you had really that weird well. box in the middle, I thought. Yeah, because that weird box cuts out. The new phones come in at line level which uh, is, like, way hotter than mic level. Remember when we called Michelle Mankiewicz and it, it was, like, blowing everybody really loud yeah, yeah, and then yeah. real quiet? It's because the, the signal coming out of the phones and stuff isn't microphone level. It's, like, electronic loud level. So it's really – you need this box to kind of mitigate some of that interference. Anyway, welcome to the Nerdcast where we talk <laughs> about audio problems instead of motorcycles. Um, 
Listen, I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about uh, some of the upcoming events. This weekend is kind of weird because, like I said, Liza is going to be down, but she's going to be at like a Honda event. So I don't know if any of us are even going to be able to see her. She's bringing Emma down for it. And what's the Honda and event? She's not inviting anyone else to like. Hondas? She said we could go, but they're they're like registered to do like a Honda. It's like a well, I'm not going to say it because I don't. They're it'll be blowing the wad on their show that they haven't announced yet. But I'm going to turn this down. I'm going to turn Wiggins down. Jay, you won't be able to hear us, but I'm going to tell Wiggins what it is. So Jay, why don't you sing us a sweet little song? Let me give you some music. <laughs> Jay, you want some music? I got yeah, some, throw I got, in some music. Yeah, I got some music for you. And I'm so glad that you were so nice and didn't like shit post me when I was, uh, it was like, hey, why can't we hear you? It's because we had me muted. So, Jay, here's some music. <laughs> there we go. Could you hear it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sing, sing a little song to this. I'm going to tell Wiggins what they're doing. I hope this is not going to be an episode because I cannot sing. <laughs> oh, this is amazing. All right, so sounds like uh, they're taking forever, having a conversation. Oh, now he's trying to be back. <laughs> I was just waiting. Now for, he's trying was, to turn you back up. I was just trying to see what she was say, uh, what like <laughs> what she was gonna do with it. So you failed. I was about to start talking shit. And then they left again? <laughs> no, we're here. <laughs> I was just trying to see what you would say. And and everybody that's listening to this now is like, oh, great, great podcast, guys. Like, <laughs> you left Jay off, you muted yourself, and then you uh, didn't invite her back when you came back. Um, anyways, a big news for patrons. Uh, we set up a Discord channel for you. I'm appearing green on there, so hopefully... You're hearing me if you're on there and you're hearing the show. Hey, Wig, say something real quick. Something, something real quick. Jay, say something real quick. Yo, 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 what up? So it's not hearing Jay. <laughs> That's all awesome. Right. Story I'll, of my life. Yeah, I'll figure out how to set all that up because you probably have to go into the Discord settings and say, hey, this sound is coming from the computer. Can you make it go back to the computer? Yada, yada. Um, but what I do know is that if you need to chime in on Discord and you're a patron, you've got the link. You know how to do it. If you want to chime in and chat and be part of our Discord little group, be a patron. That's all I got to say about that. Um, so August 16th through 18th, the High Pipe Festival at Mountain High Resort. Uh, Sturgis just ended, and um, there's a pretty sweet song about Sturgis that I heard the other day, and uh, I might be able to get the rights to throw it in at the end of the show. But everybody's like, hey, Sturgis just ended, and like, now we're just going on to the next thing, which is weird because like everybody lives at Sturgis. They live for Sturgis, and then they live at Sturgis for like a week. You see the craziest stuff going down, and now I feel like... These days, it's Sturgis is like the Instagram of real life where, like, once it's done, it's like, all right, Dude, that, on, to the, um, on to the meme, next thing. The meme that Wiggs posted of, uh, <laughs> of, uh, what's <laughs> the Hulk Hogan? Hulk Hogan. <laughs> so it was just, that a, was so I don't know funny. who else made the meme, but then Rusty Butcher just had, he added dudes at Sturgis. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to post this. <laughs> oh, I didn't even see it. It's like the DNA results have concluded that not everyone's your brother. 
and then it shows yeah, Hulk Hogan is this dudes at Sturgis, and yeah. he's like rubbing his eyes, crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, yeah. I mean, it's kind of funny. Like Sturgis is over, and now everybody's going out to the Salt Flats. They're headed to Sacramento for the racing and all that stuff. Oh, By the way, that's over. <laughs> well, no, both of those events are no. Over. But I'm just saying, like people booked it from one oh, to yeah, the other. Yeah. And I hope I'm gonna. I didn't get a touch base before the show. I will before Friday. Uh, touch base with everybody that um, got tickets through. I guess like all two people that got tickets woo, through here, and see how it was. See if those uh, complimentary tickets paid off from our buddies over at Law Tigers. Thank you so much again. And uh, yeah, so that's kind of cool. I bet you ten dollars. Wiggins will let us know who raced flat track because I was uh, I was busy this this weekend. Um, this I can help out a little bit. Yeah, this past weekend. This well, I didn't up, get to watch it, actually. but This upcoming weekend. I know. It's like, who has time to watch flat tracking when you're out doing your own gorilla flat tracking? You know what I'm saying? Um, we do have, uh, this weekend, the Hell on Wheels uh, TT is happening out at Paris at the uh, motocross track. That ought to be pretty fun. Kind of chill, laid back. Uh, Boswell's Hooligan Racing happening at DeKalb County Fairgrounds. Uh, August 24th, that's Boswell's again, happening at the Smith County Fairgrounds. 24th and 25th, Carnival of Speed, Willow Springs. Listen, uh, we're going to talk about that in a minute. Uh, August 28th, Bike and Burlesque at the Cobra Lounge in Chicago. Um, and from now until September 28th, or I'm sorry, September 8th, Harley-Davidson Museum in Milwaukee, they're having a Daredevils exhibit, and... Wigs, did you see? I'm I'm terrified of clowns, and my kids make fun of me about it all the time. Um, but did you see what's in the parking lot over at the uh, mall? Which mall? Santa Anita. Uh huh. It's like the only mall around here, right? Yeah, but I don't really go to malls, so. Dude, I hang out. Go go watch that movie, Mall Rats. That's the story of my life. Um, I was gonna say, if you hang out at malls, that's kind of creepy. Dude, I was just uh, you know those pictures of the, not to not to sound creepy. You need another beer. No, not to no, sound creepy, good. but you know those pictures of the bananas that I sent you, Ta- mm-hmm. taken at the mall. <laughs> what do you have to say about that now? <laughs> That's extra creepy. <laughs> oh God! Uh, but no, there's a circus. There's a circus over there at the um, at the mall, and we all know that uh, circuses nowadays. Th- this is a weird tie between circuses and motorcycles. Did you know the Feld Group that owns? Either Circus Vargas or Barnum and Bailey, like they own the rights to that. Also owned like the uh, Supercross, what or Arena Cross series, and <laughs> they took a hit when the elephant scandal went down a few years ago. They like sold off their circus rights, and all they have left now, I think, Feld Promotions is the Arena Cross series. So it's kind of crazy. Circuses and motorcycles going together. Who knew the new Cirque du Soleil is two wheels? And also, clowns are creepy. That's all I had to say about that. The reason I bring this all up is because the car, uh, the the Daredevils exhibit at the Harley Davidson Museum, it reminded me of the circus because when I was a kid, the circus was a lot of daredevils, and the daredevils would start out doing crazy stuff on horses, right? And like riding, standing up, jumping through a hoop, like while the horse runs by it, they would jump through and land back on the horse. All this crazy stuff. Um, doing all these side saddle tricks that was really big when like Buffalo Bill Cody was done out on the frontiers and he's like, how am I going to make a living if there's no Native Americans to kill anymore? I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to do some carnival tricks, right? So when horses were replaced by motorcycles, 
voila, new things. Now you don't have a, um, you can go a lot faster. You can break through a lot more stuff because it's not going to kill your, your steed, you know, like breaking through walls or breaking through flaming barns or whatever the hell they used to do. And so it just kind of reminded me this, this daredevils thing, um, sounds like a cool exhibit. And I think it actually talks about daredevils and the correlation between like equestrian stuff and like how it's evolved. So it sounds really interesting. Um, go check it out. Harley Davidson museum in Milwaukee. You have a few weeks left, September 8th. So what you got like three or four weeks left to go check that out. And, um, I don't know. It sounds like like the Harley Davidson museum would be something kind of cool to check out in the first place due to all the history of the uh, America's second oldest motorcycle company. <laughs> Wiggins is over there looking at birthday cakes. He didn't hear that. <laughs> but, um, I heard it. I okay. <laughs> I saw your face light up. <laughs> okay. But, um, but you know, then to see like where, where we started at, where motorcycle daredevils evolved from probably these yokels that used to ride horses and, um, bicycles and biplanes and all that great stuff. Um, enough about me, more about you. Ghost Biker Explorations is going to be on with us September 3rd. Um, I can't wait for that. And September 21st, riding at the ranch at the Vale Ranch in Temecula, California. Also, if you listen to Girl on a Moto, there's Ride Into the Warehouse, which you'll have to check that to see what that's all about. Um, now, Sweet Talker Brady Walker isn't with us tonight, but he, he did want to talk about the Carnival of Speed. He wanted to promote it. Uh, Ramming Speed is also joining up with some of the Arma guys for the Heavy, which is happening at Sonoma, I believe in, is it September, Wigs? I think it is September. But I want to talk about the Carnival of Speed. If you've never, he's had... I think this is going to be a second one, right? Or third. For the carnival, I think this is the second. Okay. So Saturday, August 24th, there is going to be Big Willow Springs, and then they're doing drag races at night. And there's going to be um, live music. There's going to be the Saturday night drags go from 6 to 11. And so it's going to be like hours and hours of rad racing, old vintage bikes, whatever you want to bring. But, I mean, there's going to be a lot of the road racer guys just go do it for fun. Probably some pit bikes out there racing and all this stuff. Uh, the road course is $150 per day or 250 per the weekend. So, dude, that's a smoking deal because a lot of track days or some of them can be more than 250 yeah, just depending for, on the track it's yeah some of them are about 250 a day. yeah and then so so then there's going to be a huge party saturday night with mini bike mayhem some prizes live music cash bar and barbecue and of course at willow springs most people don't know this the camping is free so i've gone a couple times with my friends that race during the arma and during the corsa and i just went out there they were racing and like doing all sorts of crazy stuff and I just went to camp, and it was so much fun. And so the Carnival of Speed, same sort of thing. You go, go for the spectation, go for the uh, libation and the foodation, and the carnation, which is like, I know it's a flower, but I was trying to make a word out of a car- carnage. Um, but yeah, go check that stuff out. Um, and just, it's free camping. You just pay to get in, and you hang out and have fun. Sunday, there's going to be the Streets of Willow, which is the smaller track um, just adjacent to... Uh, to the big track there. Um, then they're going to do the... Jason? Who's Jason? He's the guy that was at uh, Crystal <laughs> Lake that killed people. Um, they're also going to do the Walt James flat track, and I believe <laughs> I believe the flat tracking is going to be from 4 p.m. to dark. It's only 
$50 per rider, which is a little bit cheaper than most of the Ivy League's event used to be. Um, the drag racing is $25 per rider. So, dude, you bring Spamala up there. If you want to really whip some people's asses and make them look like fools. Oh, she's a sleeper. You uh, could probably make your money back easy. Dude, for real. Just betting people to race. Yeah. Uh, you know you're that KZ, you know your Z1 over there in full race tram versus my oil leaking uh, 250, and then they start crying. I don't want to make people cry, though. I'm not. There. I'm, I'm there to have fun. But I may go um, four, four tracks, all disciplines, one weekend, and to top it off, not only can you show up for the cash bar and barbecue and hang out with friends and party and make some new friends, you can also go dirt bike riding in the surrounding hills around there. So whether I took Spamala, the SCR, or the VFR here, I'd be set either way because... Spamala is a hell of a fun out on the track. The VFR would be awesome to take dirt biking, and the SCR would be fun to do a flat tracking with. Do I have that wrong, Wiggins, or do I have that mixed up? I think you're pretty spot on. Okay, good. Jay, could I borrow your SV for the drag races? (laughs) I still have to swap out the handlebars if you want tweaked handlebars, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, dude, I want my handlebars to be like, have you ever seen that auto race stuff where the handlebars are totally crooked, but it makes sense once you start turning? Because I'm going to... My intention on the on the drag races is to start out straight, but then kick it out sideways and like drift down the uh, the remainder of the. <laughs> yeah, we, none of us said the word of the week, right? I don't think so. Whew. I would not. Uh, did, did did correct me if I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, did you say the camping was free? Yeah, camping's free. It's always. And what was the date again? Of uh, the 24th and the 25th. Of what month? August. This month. Oh, August. Oh, yeah. this month. Oh, yeah. that's like, what, next weekend? Next TV? weekend, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not, not tomorrow and Sunday, but the next weekend after that, yeah. I'm going to see if I can come out. Um, I don't think I have anything planned that weekend. I'll just come out, see if I can come out to support it. Right. I'll cheer, I'll cheer you on. Haven't you already come out enough? <laughs> nice, nice giggle. Uh, <laughs> thank, I, don't, I don't know what you're alluding to. <laughs> thanks for the patronizing laugh. That was lame. All right. Um, but, you know, this is the event is put on, put on by Ramming Speed Racing, Classic Track Days, Apex Assassins, and Creative Writing. No, I'm just kidding. I kid. I kid. Not really. Um, <laughs> like, I'm all Brady. I just totally took it. <laughs> Listen, uh, the Sacramento Mile was put on partially by creative writing and uh what what's coming up what else is coming up uh, the the hell on wheels uh tt partially put on by creative writing i'll just take credit for everything how's that if i'm going to say that i'm taking part of this get a bunch of mad emails yeah yeah i take part in none of this but it is going to be fun i really wish we had brady here to talk about it because you know how much fun he is to talk to however he is up in the walker basin brady walker living in the walker basin that'd be like me Living in the Turdman Forest or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Sounds pretty accurate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I live on the Turdman Strait. You need a you need a sound effect for crickets. <laughs> I have one, but I'm trying. Like I'm trying, you guys. I'm trying. You're bombing out. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, this is my life. Now, now you know why my kids hate me too. Um, oh no, they ha- It's mandatory. They have to love you. They hate you. They they start hating you once they're teenagers. I know, I know. Well, dude, my nine year old 
almost is a teenager. Like she's acting like it already. The good thing is that she seems like she's interested in motorcycles, which uh, hopefully she will be by the time she is a teenager. So I can uh, teach her exactly what to do. Um, hey, I'm going to ask you, Jay. How are you doing? Like, how is your? Um, uh, let's hear about it. Um. So the update is, I went to see the doctor yesterday, and I hate when I do this because I always go in getting all hyped up and be like, "Okay, it's going to be good news," and sadly, it's not good news. Um, Partial. Uh, you you told me. This is, the, I don't know if you wanted me to tell people this, but part of it is that you're growing um, a third leg right off the part. Well, that, the... Would, that would be great news. Because <laughs> then you can just cut off the bad one. Yeah, and the good that's one. great news. I would take a third leg. <laughs> um, no, so they did an x-ray. It looks like the ankle bone is healing. So that's the good part. But unfortunately, the tibia where the fracture is, it's right on in the middle of the hardware where the previous hardware had been installed. Yeah. I have, I think, what there's eight screws. And on one of the middle screws is where the fracture is. So um, that fracture is not healing. So until I start making some progress, I can't put any weight on my on my foot quite yet. I can stand with about 25% of my weight on my right leg, but not for extended periods. So I have another month off of my um, off my feet. So yeah, after tonight's disappointing showing of technology, you're going to have to be here September 3rd so we can talk with uh, Miranda from Ghost Biker. But if you can't, I vow, my good friend, that I will come down and pick you up and bring you, bring you this away. Yeah, I'll, tr- I'll try to come out. I mean, I can always... Again, Jay, you need to quit saying stuff like that. <laughs> uh, and then I got other bad news, like, because uh, I'm waiting on my disability to come through. And apparently, um, uh, does not pay into the disability fund. So yeah. I found out that. I, I, I'm not 100% so. sure how all that works, but I, as a, being married to a, an educator, I do know that it is kind of weird. I forget how it all works out, but I know that it's like um, that's, a, that's a separate, uh, some sort of separate fund that they have to pay into for that. Or the union takes care of that or something like yeah, that. Yeah, the thing is, is I wasn't union as a part-time uh, yeah. affiliate. I was not union. And they they do have a separate fund, so like teachers have to like buy a special. They pay. They have to like purchase something, so mm-hmm. something, and it's taken out monthly. Yeah. Um. But I, as a part timer, I was not. I didn't qualify for that. So, yeah. I. So anyone who's listening, if you want commission, art commissions, I'm still accepting them. Thank you to everyone who has reached out to me. I am working on a few right now. I appreciate that, but please spread the word. I will work very hard on, on putting together some cool motorcycle art. Yeah. Uh, I'm working on doing some smaller pieces too, so like they'll be cheaper and they'll just, I'm going to post, start posting them up on my Instagram. Um, if you want to buy, they'll probably be like priced 25 to $30 just so I can try to uh, make ends meet because if I'm going to be off my feet for the next month, that means I'm not going to have any income again. So. For real. And you're not going to be dancing around, but 
by the end of the show, you might be having balloons on your crutches and wheelchair <laughs> and everything else. So we'll see. Uh, we're coming up on a quick break here, but I have a proposition for you. How about we do this? How about like we'll make some deal? We'll figure something out off air. We won't we won't negotiate business on air. But let's give um, do like a, a discount for patrons or something like that. And maybe we can get more people signed up for patron, Patreon, and it'll get more people, uh, I don't know, flung into your the world of Jay's art and, and uh, helping you out. I don't know. We'll figure something out. But I was thinking that might be one way to promote it and give everybody win-win for everybody. Let's take a quick break. Jay, mute yourself, homie. Yeah, we'll right, yep. We'll be right back. Mm, what's that smell? They're at it again. The folks at RP Enterprises solving two world problems with one great solution. You got a hankering for some of Grandma's hush puppies? Sure you do. They're delicious. You love them. Well, how about solving world hunger and the pet overpopulation problem with one easy, simple, tasty solution? Fist Puppies from RP Enterprises. Never have to listen to a Sarah McLaughlin song again about it. Fist Puppies available only at Hetty's on 4th Street. This is Patreon subscriber Narissa coming to you from inside my helmet in the land of beer and cheese, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. You're listening to the Creative Writing Podcast because you're obviously ridiculously good looking. Hey, you know who's ridiculously good looking? Oh my God. Yo mama. Yo mama. And patrons around the world. (laughs) Wait, am I not supposed to unmute myself? No, go for it. I love it. (laughs) <laughs> You're doing great. Patrons around the world, all of our patrons are ridiculously good looking. So that means Narissa herself is ridiculously good looking, but her husband not because he's not a patron. <laughs> uh, Wiggins, you're not ridiculously good looking, but your friend Corey is. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Everything sounds good to Wiggins. Hey, listen. We have an Ask Wigs this week, and it comes from Jay. Before I get to that, though, I do want to say uh, thank you to everybody. I, I punched my mic two times tonight. You know what that means? We need to go to therapy. Um, <laughs> there's, no, there's no reason for it. Um, I want to thank everybody who has submitted to the Word of the Week because it is, it's pretty funny. Some of your submissions are pretty rad, and it's, this, this week's going to be hard. Uh, one of the words that's, I don't want to blow the word of what it could be, but one of the words happens to be a state where a lot of listeners are from and a lot of the racing goes down. And I do have a race report from that state. Uh, so I, I could have been in trouble this week. Um, I would have had to mention city names and uh, all that great stuff. So, oh man, and their cities are hard to pronounce. <laughs> yeah, true that. We should, make a, we should make a punishment if you try to pronounce a Wisconsin. Um, 
And you, hey. Oh, yeah. I can do that for you, Jay. We should make it so that if you pronounce a Wisconsin city wrong, you have to take a shot or something <laughs> like that. But anyway, there's a lot of cool stuff coming through. One of the, one of the guys um, had posted he wants, to, uh, he wants the word electric to be uh, a word of the week. So I, I did. I put it in the, uh, the helmet here that Wiggins uh, picks words from every week. And he wants to know more about the bikes. So on an upcoming episode, regardless of the word, we're going to talk about uh, electric bikes and we're going to have um, hopefully some people come on that, that know more about them than we do, uh, be able to talk about that. And I think the same guy, I think his name is Joe, put on there, uh, do a shot of pickle brine, which I happen to have in the house. Klobman's pickle brine. And I know, Wiggins, if you take a shot of that before the uh, Carnival of Speed track day, you're guaranteed to win. Sounds Winning good. a track day is hard enough, but uh, <laughs> after you take a shot at Klobman's, there's no way to lose. Um, so that, and he wrote a little song. So my thing is, like, the punishment is going to be take a shot and then sing the song. And whoever is the guest in the studio will also have to do it. So And Jay, I'm going to um, put some... Klobman's uh, brine in a little in a little tincture holder for you, and bring it down. We'll to mail you. it. We'll put it in I, the. I, US but I thought mail. we all agreed that pickle brine tastes good. That's not really punishment. Listen, <laughs> I think it's you delicious. have to sing this little song I, with it too. You too. I used to drink it as a kid, dude. I know. But Klobman's, I mean, come on, that's like drinking. <laughs> uh, Sounds extra salty. It's it's like drinking one hundred and five uh, octane gas. God, I can't think straight for a second because I'm trying to avoid saying the word of the day. Um, so, yeah, listen, we have an Ask Wigs this week. And this is probably going to be a little bit of a short show, which is nice because I had a junk pile planned for this week. Well, we're still getting out of here way too late. Yeah, I know because we, we tried to troubleshoot with Brady oh, for an man. hour. That's a I bummer. Had, I, the, I love the, having Brady on. The thing is, I yeah, had. Yeah, I know. Brady's I, great. Yeah, I had everything ready to go because I tested it all last night. And then once we call, we actually make the call and it doesn't work. I was like, well, and then I we call believe. Jay the same way and it works. And it worked. So I just don't know. Brady's on a landline, so it might be totally different. Um, on so a our lame line. On a lame line ah. for sure. Yeah, who, who's on a landline these days, Brady? That's what how old-fashioned Brady is. Yeah. What? Vintage bikes, vintage so, telephones. So when know. there's like an earthquake. It's actually a can with a string yeah. tied to it. <laughs> no wonder it didn't work. Dude, I should Truly just plug, analog. Tr- plug the sp- string into this adapter. <laughs> Maybe it would have worked. But honestly, landline during an earthquake or an emergency, those actually work better sometimes than... Um, satellite so maybe he's on to something anyway which the, is weird because the earthquake shouldn't affect the satellite but it would affect it, the uh, it'll affect the, towers. The, the network yeah so what happens this week is we have a we have an ask wigs and it comes from our very own jay and it's wiggins how did i put how did you transition to hardly's because i'm funny like that how did you transition from harley's or Harley Davidsons, because the Davidson family also should be uh, recognized. How did you tra- transition from Harley Davidsons to sport bikes? You went old man pretty fast. You're reading that all ass backwards. Yeah, I was just going to say, he did it the other way around. Yeah. It says, I didn't get a chance to ask you last night on the pod, but you briefly mentioned cross that uh, you crossed over two Harleys from the sport bike yeah. world. Yeah. How did you transition two Harleys from sport bikes? 
And Jay was curious what the draw was. And then I put, you went old man pretty fast, except for that you like sportsters. Because old men usually start out on sport bikes and go to Harleys. That's, that's why I... Uh, or they start out on really old men that are boomers now, were on the sport bikes of their day. And then they transition to Harleys when they get older. You went from Harleys to sport bikes, right? No. You went from sport bikes to Harleys. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I, I am doing so that So Jay backwards. was wondering, like, what got me into Harleys from sport bikes? Because I was thinking you had sport bikes, and now you have, like, more Harleys than anything. That's what I, that was my yeah. frame of mind. Yeah, that's exactly right. But yeah. you keep saying the question backwards. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> you keep saying, why was I on Harleys <laughs> the and the then got sport bikes? The listeners are going to be so confused. <laughs> what yeah. is the case? All right, so I read it. So if, you're, if uh, the Turdman has confused you, just rewind, like, a minute and read. <laughs> listen when I read. So I started off on sport bikes, um, and then now I have a lot of Harleys. But trick, and then now I you're s- going back to sports bikes. Not really going back. Like I, I'm keeping my Harleys. So it, it's just, folks. He says that, but listen, how many Hondas do you have at your house? Uh, including the 400 that will probably never run. Two. Okay. How many Harleys do you have at your house? Uh, th- is the Buell included? Wait, how many Hondas do you have? Two? Oh, I have three. Yeah, you have an RC fifty one, a CBX, and a and CB four hundred. CB four hundred. The four hundred is like a long ass shitty project. It's like my KZ out there. Yeah, it and, ran. Uh, you had it running once too, did, right? Yeah, yeah just like me. So, and the CBX is um, just like a rad old collector, awesome. Um, but yeah, then I have right now. I currently have three Harleys, but I'm trying to get rid of one. But I'm also trying to pick another one up. So. Um, so you're balanced. You're Harley. Yeah. So like I grew up, I definitely grew up around sport bikes. Like my dad still rides a Honda Goldwing. Not that that's a sport bike, but it was back when it was developed, huh? It actually was. And honestly, I've ridden the 2019. It's a fucking sport bike. It's badass. But yeah, the 2019s are sick. Actually, he had a 01 too, and they're they're pretty badass. The 2019s, like they're better in a lot of little ways, but uh, a 2000 or 01 whenever they first did the 1800 and actually the old 1500s were pretty decent but when they started the 1800 the bikes are fucking rad and like when that one first came out i think they had miguel dulhamo like right across canada on one <laughs> rad. yeah like i've seen you know i've seen my old man like rip up canyons on him i've seen him on tracks like yeah jensen beeler from asphalt and rubber they took them out to Oregon, whatever it is, Portland International or whatever. Yeah. And they did, like, try to drag me on them and stuff. Oh, yeah. They're, I mean, they're really capable bikes. And they're fast. Like, I, I, the 19, I've only ridden, like, around town and on the freeway a little, but they're pretty damn fast. And they just, you flick them around like a sport bike. Like, they're, they're really good. They've got really good brakes on them. Does your dad have the, uh, the B or the Tour? Like the tour. This, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, that top box, baby. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't call it the B on that one, though, right? They just had the sport. Uh, the, model the, no, the model number. Yeah, it's, it's oh, the okay. Goldwing and the Goldwing Tour for the new ones, but the right. model number is Yeah, because yeah, he, he likes to have the third bag. Yeah. Which is also detachable, though. But there was something else he wanted that the, the, the B didn't come with. I don't remember what it was, though. Well, the, the cruise and everything's there. The yeah. radio's there. There, the top box is one thing. The but it's a, it's a detachable top box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I didn't the like airbag, the chrome. The airbags. Yeah, you know the 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 regular Goldwing just has like a blacked out like 
a lot like, of the frame. It's like sandblasted. Yeah. Texture kind yeah. of. Yeah. The frame, like even the frame covers where the footrests are and the engine yeah, yeah. covers, like the, the manifold cover and the exhaust, it's all this like kind of metallic. Yeah, where the color they call it. The touring's all chrome. It's all chrome, yeah. Um, anyway, it had an option that he wanted. Um, both of them come with the automatic... Uh, whatever yep. dual clutch tranny or the the clutch. He bought the one with the clutch. He says it's because there's less electronics. There but, is a lot less electronics. No, there is, but that's a dumb reason because that thing's got fucking nine thousand wires on it anyway. The the only thing what's I can, another thousand. The only thing I can think of that the tour has that the regular Goldwing doesn't is reverse. No, the I guarantee the regular one has it. I guarantee it does. Oh, because it's not an optional reverse. It's built into the. It's the starter. It has reverse. I promise. Yeah, I no. don't. I don't know it, but I promise it has reverse. I no, because I'm writing a manual for those, and it doesn't. I bet it does. The DCT one does. Yeah, you're right on. I that. I bet both of them do. They don't. Because the way they do it, it's it's in the drivetrain. Yeah, it's the, it's. That's they the, take the starter motor and run reverse. Yeah, the starter motor and the, the old ones had it too. The starter motor is also the um, alternator on this one. Is it? Yeah. You know. Honestly, that's really smart if yeah. you can do that. Like, Dude, it saves so much space on that yeah. big-ass thing. When you get rid of the whole stator setup and just spin the starter for it. That's it the only difference sense. that I can think of is I, I don't think the base model... The, I, like, bet it, I bet it's got The Goldwing without DCT doesn't have reverse. I bet it's got reverse. No way. I swear. I think that's the only difference. I don't think, it, I don't think you're even right about that difference. Yeah. I'm going to look it up. <laughs> I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna, why would they take reverse off a Goldwing? It's been on it for 20 years. Because Damn. the one that doesn't have the big old box, I don't know. You I just, can't do, back it up any people easier. people even use the reverse? Like, yes. is it oh, necessary? Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. it, yeah. it's so heavy? It's, yeah. well, it's, so, it's not even that it's heavy. It's so wide yeah. that, like, I'm six foot tall and I tippy-toe on it. You can't back it out of spots. Wiggins, you're two inches shorter than me, and I'm so only So is the reverse... Two. Like, do you click into it with the shifter, or is it something no, different? No, it's totally electronic. Yeah, I don't remember how the new. I don't remember how either. The works. DCT I done it so is long. electric because, like, it has this weird like. It's um, electric on both of them. It's a starter mode. It's engine driven. Unless, unless the new one changed it. The one without DCT, it's driven off the engine. It has like a reverse idler shaft. The one with the DCT, it, it's an electric motor. But you don't use the shifter to get to it, though. No. No, yeah, it's you all don't. buttons. It's all buttons on yeah, the bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But do you have to be in neutral, or how does all, that? Yeah, like, you do have to be in neutral. First of all, I think Turdman's high about it being the motor, but I could be wrong, dude. I'm telling but you, we'll have a listener correct me on Friday. I promise. Yeah. Correct either one of us on Friday. The the DCT has an electric reverse. You can just look up on Honda's website. You don't even have to have me correct you. Just look up on that. And the non DCT version has like an actual reverse gear driven off the engine. I don't think so. All right. I don't know. I, the 2000 to uh, 18. 18 um, and 19. The new model didn't, was technically a 19, right? Or was it an 18? 18 and 19. Okay. So the 2001 to 17, it was all the starter motor. Probably, yeah. Oh, a starter motor for sure, probably. Yeah. This new one, yeah. I think it's starter this motor. This new on one the has new like, one yeah, the, this new one, the motor, they obviously changed it up because they put the starter and the generator to, or the alternator. It's not, it looks like a car alternator too. Like, it's so crazy. It's like a BMW. Have you ever seen a BMW R? Since BMWs are like in line, they yeah, don't the have a clutch. Like in the front. Yeah, they don't have a clutch pack like a regular motorcycle. They have a clutch like a car since it's a yeah. big. Yeah, it's like one clutch plate, a flywheel. It's like, it's like taking the 
front engine or like taking the motor out of like a Volkswagen Bug. All right. get, it is like a so none of that matters though for the Ask Wigs question. <laughs> but it does because I want to know how you're going to get into this Goldwing now. I'm not getting into a Goldwing. You are going to get a Goldwing. I could tell. The point was that I grew up around sport bikes, and my dad still <laughs> rides Harleys and has never owned a Harley. Um, I love so your dad. So let's see. I had. Uh, I just I just had got more respect for your dad. <laughs> Um, don't man, he's gonna hear that now. He is gonna like, oh, let me tell you about the Goldwing and why it's the greatest motorcycle on the planet. I agree with you, sir. And I also, <laughs> and I also know that the uh, the DCT does have electric reverse, but the other one has a shaft driven off the engine. Um, so come, come spank your son, starters. he needs to get spanked <laughs> for starters. So Actually, my uh, my great uncle and my dad's cousin both ride Harleys, um, but that really wasn't even it. A, they a tried lot to of trick it. your dad into it probably for many years, right? And your dad's just like a CBX man. So yeah, like, he was always CBX. Um, you know, not really. Like they were. Uh, I mean, maybe to a point. And, and my my dad's cousin had a uh, an eleven hundred F, and my dad had an eleven hundred F too, um, but. I don't know. I, I don't know if they really tried to get him into it or not. Probably not. They know how he is, so they know it's not worth talking <laughs> to him. <laughs> so my uh, actually one of the Patreons, Corey, uh, like we grew up in a, in the same neighborhood, and so his dad always had a Harley. So that was probably my first like seeing a Harley that I liked. Um, it was was it a Sportster? And Jay, are you purring right now? <laughs> That's Bruce. He's listening in. It was a 85, I believe, soft tail. It was the first year of the soft tail, wow. first year of the Evo, or at least in a soft tail. I think that was the first year of the Evo, too, but they probably put it in the FXR first. Um, so, yeah, he had a, a rad little soft tail. Like, it was still rideable, but it had, like, some fishtails on it and some little ape hangers and stuff. <laughs> it was pretty sick. And then, um, so there was that. He got a bagger later. See, that was the last year of the Evo, so 98, 99. So I was already kind of into motorcycles, but not. Because, um, see, like, when my parents got divorced, my dad didn't have anything for a while. So I didn't really, like, even the sport bikes and stuff. Um, yeah, we just didn't really have a lot. But so I got a sport bike in high school, had it through college and stuff. And actually until I moved to California, I moved to California when I was yeah. 25. Listen, Wiggs went to college. He is like the kind smartest, of. most qualified dude <laughs> in the studio. Kind of. So, um, I, let's see. So I, part of it was that a lot of it probably had to do with that. Like I, I liked, I've always been a motorcycle person. And it's funny. Cause like my dad is like super anti Harley, but he's like, he'll also be like, a motorcycle is a motorcycle, like that kind of thing. Like, because there was also a lot, especially I think in the nineties and, and early two thousands, there was this like idea that like, if you didn't ride a Harley, then like, fuck you. Um, chew big red. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> so I don't know, but I, I always liked them. Like there was something about them, you know, they were cool. Um, they were just different. Like I knew they didn't perform the same, but like you don't always want something that performs that way. Like it's Dude. not about that always, you know. Um, I could have got a friggin' FZ09, probably the same price as this thing that was like a few years old. Who wants performance? I mean, some people. That was something I was going to ask you about. This whole Harley thing 
and the whole funny haha getting from sport bikes to Harleys. I understand it because I wouldn't want to ride anything. I mean, people do ride like FJRs and stuff that are. Yeah, is- but I mean, there's also with the, the same side of that too. Like, I could have got, um, you know, there's a lot of Japanese cruisers that honestly are probably better bikes, but they're just not fucking cool at all. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Sometimes and, I don't think Harleys are too, though. I mean, that's, I mean, that, that's, that's my for opinion. sure. That's for sure. And, and you know, it's not like I don't feel like you ride a motorcycle to be cool. And at the same time, um, like, well, let's be like, clear here, though. No stock Harley is cool. I don't think I've ever seen a cool stock Harley. Well, and that I think that was a lot of the draw for me too. Was they were so easy to do some really cool shit too. But then the real kicker, like when I bought one, which I, I wanted one before and I was kind of into them before, but uh, when I moved to California, I worked at a, a Harley customizing shop. Like we made parts for Harleys, like one of the most known builders in existence right now. And I was a CNC programmer in the R&D shop. So like I got to see cool ass custom Harleys every fucking day. So I just, I was like, I want... Uh, Harley like we make all this cool shit that I can put on it like it's they're pretty sweet so I wanted a Harley like it I, I don't know um so yeah a lot of it was like easy to customize like and there's there's something about them you know it's like I don't know you know people are the same way with cars and stuff like that it's like people like there's a lot of super sick um like supercars out there right but Ferrari's still on top even though there might be better cars once in a while because there's just something fucking cool about a Ferrari over even, I mean, I'm sorry. And I know there's Lambo people or whatever, but even over a Lamborghini or over like a McLaren, like part of its history, part of it's like the longevity of the company. Part of it's just the fact that Ferrari is the only one that makes a fucking Ferrari. And it's, that's awesome. And I think a lot of it does have to do with kind of the history and stuff behind it. Um, you know, and I've I've been anti Harley and I'm still and I'm not gonna say like anti Harley but anti like Harley people that are just Harley people. Mm-hmm. Like, like to me that nothing bums me out more than people that are just fucking stupid and think like it's the greatest bike in the world. And I'm like, for what though? <laughs> like I don't know. Um like part of my reason that I wanna get rid of my Dyna and get a sportster is like the whole Dyna guy thing right now. Like, I want a bone stock rubber-mounted sportster that'll smoke fucking Dynas. <laughs> Just because <laughs> that, like, attitude. Um, but, yeah, so when I was working at that company, like, that definitely had something to do with it. But I kind of wanted them from, like, before that anyway. Like, I remember uh, my dad's cousin. Like, I, I rode somewhere with him, and he had this, at the time, he had an FXR, and then he had this soft tail. And it was, like, kind of beach cruisered out. Um in Indiana, so he didn't have to be a cholo to do it. And uh, I just remember being like, that thing's fucking sick. Like, it's just simple and black and clean, and I liked it. Um, and then him and his son built a little shovel head chopper, um, little, like, hardtail, pretty simple, but that thing was pretty cool. But I was kind of getting into that stuff, like, at that time anyway. Um, but I've always, like, and I'm still the type of person that says, like, Someone that says my Harley's fast has no idea what fast means. Like the only place a Harley's fast is across an intersection, (laughs) especially a stock one. I mean, that being said, like, yeah, Tony has smoked me at the track on his, 
but Tony's probably the fastest dude definitely around here, but possibly in the world on a full-size fucking soft tail. And, you know, up against real sport bike guys, it's like not B group, not SV650, but like a fucking BMW or CBR1000 with some pro rider on it. Or mm. not even a pro rider, like someone that just goes to track days as often as he does, which for a while was once or twice a month, like he'll get smoked. Like just the bike is, and he's done a lot to that bike. And that new bike is, is way better designed than some of the old stuff. But it's like, you know, our hooligan bikes are kind of the same. Like they hang their own on a flat track, even against 450s and stuff, because there's other things that play into it. And a lot of it has to be, has to do with being comfortable on your bike. But at the end of the day, like, they're heavy for sure. Um, they're air-cooled push rod. Um, I want to say two-valve motors, but uh, Tony's is a four-valve motor. <laughs> um, but they're just – there's something cool about that. Like, there's something rad that they haven't changed really in 115 years. Um, you know, and being that they're like a luxury item, like, I don't want – I don't know, and I, I feel this way with you the, talking a lot of motorcycles sport bikes too. in general or Harley's motorcycles in general, but um, especially Harley's. I think when it comes to being a luxury item, but you know, I felt this way like with my Ducati. Um, you know, I think a lot of bikes like air cooled, two valve, whatever, like they're cool. You get rid of the body work, like you see the workings of the bike, you see the mechanics of the machine, and that's kind of cool. And Harley's have that, but I. I yeah, I think a lot of the draw early on was so easy to, like, do some cool stuff to. Um, and you could have, like, a really pretty badass, pretty unique bike. Um, you know, saying that, my Dyna is a pretty typical <laughs> California Dyna. But um, I think that was a lot of the draw. But definitely, like, kind of growing up, my, my buddy's dad having one. Um, you know, my great uncle and, and my dad's cousin having Harleys. Um, but then just being a motorcycle person, like... I, for a short bit in the middle, was without a sport bike, kind of, but I always had something Japanese around also, not including, like, the CB400 that's been a project forever. Um, you know, I had an RC51 when I bought my Dyna. I didn't do track days. I, I didn't even ride it that much for a while, um, but I had a Supermoto the whole time. Sold my Supermoto, bought an FZ09, um, got rid of that, got my Ducati, got rid of that, got the new RC51, and the Dyna's kind of been there. You know, shit, I've had that bike for over 10 years now. Um, the Sporties kind of came later as I got into those. But I, I don't know. It, it's like at the same time, like I like, um, you know, I'd have 40 motorcycles if I could. Yeah. I, I have a question for you regarding that. Mm -hmm. All this, everything you've said so far, transitioning from sport bikes to Harleys, age aside, you know, I know it's not an old man thing. I was trying to make a joke about that earlier that failed because, like, <laughs> yeah, I totally was reading that backwards. Um, I know you like heritage too, and I know you always. I know you kind of like Hondas. I don't know if it's because your old man's a Honda dude, but do you like the heritage that each brand brings? Like, is there a type of motorcycle that you'd love to have that you haven't owned yet? Um, like a, a brand. Yeah, I mean, as part of the Harley thing that is a draw for you is because of the heritage that they have. Because Harley actually has a rich heritage in all sorts of displacements and racing, like Harley Davidson. 
was a race bike back when motorcycles were all pretty much the same back yeah. in the early early um, part of the century, all the way up until around the 1950s, until we started to break out in when the they, 70s. They like really dropped bikes. out in the early 70s. Yeah. When Honda came out with the CB750, I mean, you could still take, they had XR750s at the time racing the Daytona 200. kr 750s Was it a kr Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't remember what year the XR came out, but yeah. Um, and then, I mean, that's part of it, I guess. You know, I just remember, like, one would go by and it just sounded cool and it was like, it fucking looked cool. And I was like, that thing's rad. Well, it's when a lot of brands went from two to four cylinders, too, was like yeah, in the 70s. Yeah. So, I mean, well, and they started going oil-cooled, then they started going water-cooled, mm-hmm. they started going four-valve heads. Um, they started really, really ramping up the speed, um, even at smaller displacements, but... Yeah, a lot of them were definitely four cylinders and stuff, and the Harleys just couldn't really compete race wise. Yeah, um, they never went away from V twins basically, except for when they put their stuff on other people's brands, like you know, yeah. like the Air Maki and the Benelli. I mean, the VR one. No, that was a twin. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a V four, was it? Mm-mm. Or was it a V four? It was a VR one thousand. It was the V twin. Yeah, it was a big ninety degree V twin, mm-hmm. and everything stayed forty five degrees for the most part. Uh, which is really tight for a street bike. It's got a lot of problems. Um, yeah. I, the VR was 90, of course. The V-Rod, I think, was 60. Um, yeah, they varied it here and there. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. between 90 and 45 has always been their, yeah. like, range. You know, I think there's a lot of cool racing stuff, um, especially with the two-stroke 500s with Suzuki and things like that. Um, but, I, I don't know, I grew up and my dad worked on bikes. So I remember he told me one time that, uh, I ride Hondas. I ride Hondas for a reason, and you're going to ride Hondas for the same reason. <laughs> and that reason was that he worked on bikes, and he knew the problems with everyone's bikes. And so he was like, you're going to ride Hondas. Like, they're more reliable. They're better built. And to me, honestly, that still holds true today. Like, and not very many people will try to argue that point, even if they own a different bike. Like, the quality and the, the craftsmanship and the longevity and reliability that you get out of a Honda is really second to none. And another funny thing, and I've talked about it on the show before, would he would tell me problems that other companies had. And uh, he was right, and they still happen. Like, Yamaha still has tranny problems. Suzuki still has main-bearing problems. Um, so I don't know. I, that was just kind of like what I grew up around was Hondas. So I kind of like that's what I always liked, I guess, you know? Yeah. I like Fords for the same reason, um, even though I drive a Dodge God. and a you Volkswagen. Know, yeah. In my family, if you drove anything other than a Chevy, you, you were, except for my grandma, she could drive a freaking Daihatsu and get away with it. Yeah. If she didn't, she drove a Ford, but everybody drove Chevys. And it was funny. When my sister bought a Subaru, my grandpa and my dad were like, oh, I can't believe you bought a fucking Japanese car, which to me is always ironic, too. Like, I remember when I got a station wagon. You bought a car that worked I, so good. I wanted a... Um, I wanted an Accord because you could get him in a stick. Yeah. And my dad's like, oh, I don't know. Why would you want to fucking? And I'm like, hey, that's all, all you talk about are Honda motorcycles and Honda <laughs> cars are no good. Yeah. No, they, yeah, exactly. And they, the, they absolutely the are. The Subaru Outback my sister bought was made like two hours from my hometown. Yeah. So then they shut up real quick. Yeah. Because you go buy a Ford made in Mexico or a Canada. <laughs> or you can go buy a Subaru made in Zing. Indiana and you live in Indiana. Zing. Yeah. It, it's... I mean, that's just the world we live in today with that stuff. Like, Yeah. And my dad's new Goldwing is not, but the old Goldwing was more American than a Harley. Yeah, that's true. A lot of people will make that 
argument today still with Harley Davidson's a lot of the bearings and screws and stuff like that. Like well, a lot of bearings are Japanese if you want good bearings. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the electronics are actually Mexican. I, I've heard the best wiring harness facility in the world is in Mexico. Probably. If I had to bet all the money in my wallet, American company probably put it there. Well, yeah, I'm sure NAFTA had something to do with yeah. that. But, um, you know, Harley kind of got away with... It's still North America to uh, me. Like, I mean, if you want to be honest, like, it's it's closer than china or, well, or it's close Japan. but they don't pay their workers a decent wage uh-huh. they don't and they have yeah and they speaking of which my ipad my iP- apple uh computer here is getting over here we're gonna take is that it that way you got on your lap you're no like, oh, oh. no i've been checking some stuff that i wanted to talk about when we come back from this break jay you're gonna have to mute yourself again i won't mute us or you this time i'll let you do yourself we'll be right back and uh, maybe we'll hear more about wiggins's honda obsession and why he doesn't like Lavertas. We'll be right back. Hey, creative writing listeners. This is Moto G. Pete from the NoCo Moto Podcast, the best motorcycle podcast that you've never heard. Why haven't you heard of us? I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I think the Clawman Pickle Corporation has been paying iTunes to repress any other motorcycle pickle-related content. And, like, our theme song barely even mentions pickles, but whatever. Just give us a listen. Billy Guy builds motorcycle washing services. Give Billy a try. I'm Billy Guy Bell. You give me water and a bucket, I'll wash your motorcycle. It'll be good clean. Billy Guy build getting motorcycles clean since... 25 weeks ago. Billy Guybelt's located in Burt Town. I Billy get your motorcycle sparkly. Billy washes baggers, cruisers, naked bikes, sport bikes, drag bikes, scooters, monkey bikes, mini bikes, bikes that don't even run. Call Billy now. 555-273-BILLY. You call me. That's Billy Guybeld's Motorcycle Washing Services, just outside of Luckerville, Bloyton, and Stancran, in Blimey Town. Billy Guybeld's Motorcycle Washing Services. Don't forget it, punk. Yeah, bitch. Zapper. Zapper. We got him. Whapper. Whapper. We got him. We got everything you for your off-road adventure this summer at Nathan's Power Sports Village in Durston. Brakes? Brakes. We got those. Tires? We got those. Seatbelts for your motorcycles? We got those. Visit us down at Nathan's Power Sports Village, just east of Durston. Durston. <laughs> yeah, Nathan's can have all the balloons they want. Jay, are you there? I am here. Wiggins, I got a, uh, turns out in the voice, in the, um, text channel of our, uh, discord server, we have a patron, we had a patron in there today when nobody was home, uh, evil genius, <laughs> AKA Corey, right? Yeah. Snuck in here and he said, evil genius is here to kick butt and chew bubble gum and uh, evil genius is all out of bubble gum. 
Oh. What type of bubble gum does he chew? Big red. Big red, or, probably. Because or, <laughs> <laughs> Kylie Jenner told him to. I put, we have some goo for you. I meant said, we have some gum for you. Uh, I'll retype that. <laughs> nobody, nobody wants creative writings goo. Um, so, hey, we're going to, ooh, we're going to wrap it up probably pretty soon because we're all out. We have some gun for you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Getting and, weird now. <laughs> yeah. We have some gum. For you. Nokomoto's on. They're recording right now, too. They're upstairs. God damn it. Listen, Nokomoto. Hey. What you should need to w- tell them to start treating their interns better. I'm going to say, hey, what's the word of the day? <laughs> and see what they say. That uh, sounds pretty. Hey. All right. Jay, we're going to. That sounds pretty. Jay, we're going to kick it out of here pretty soon because it's taken 75,000 years for us to. Uh, get all started and going tonight and i'm kind of gonna i think i want to throw a um junk pile in here but i do want to say that um i've enjoyed our chat tonight wiggins i learned a lot more about you and harley davidson's that i ever wanted to know to be honest jay for you my friend i'm sad that you're not back on two wheels yet yeah i'm uh trying to convince ashley to let me uh take her bike for a ride but she said no (laughs) <laughs> that you, you want to take it for a ride? Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, because when I got home yesterday, because the doctor said I could put 25% weight on my foot. And I was like, that's all I need. I just crush over to the bike, throw my leg over, and just, you know, when I have to put the, when I come to a stop, I'll just stop on my left side instead of my right side. But she said no. Listen. I want to know how Nokomoto guessed the word of the day. Does that mean they need to put balloons on their bike? Yes. Okay. You need, uh, this cord is, could be really fun. We need to get some patrons in here chatting with us, but, uh, I'm going to say you need to put, uh, balloons on your motorcycle the next time you're out in public. Right? I mean, that's, we're 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 Moto One Podcast Network. We're not just creative writing show here. I heard it when it was weather. Well, what? How do they know that it was? Oh, I almost said it. How do they know that it was meats and rubbers? Um, and what is the difference between meats and rubbers? Really, nothing. So I hope the meats win the rubbers this weekend. Um, by the way, listen to me. Listen to me clearly. Uh, I do want to tell you that uh, WIR's top ten motorcycles. Um, the, the dastard Lee and evil Jason Goldmeyer is putting all sorts of words in our word of the week bank. That's going to be super hard for us not to say, even if we're being careful. And one of the punishments is, uh, get butt raped by my neighbor Mongo. And none of us <laughs> wants that. Um, so listen, what's going to happen is, uh, Yeah what's going to happen is that eventually one of us is going to slip up and some of these punishments that are coming in here are, are not very nice, but at least they're not like, you know, we're going to get, far. it's not like shave your eyebrows or something. Although that would be a good one. Wiggins, you would look good with no eyebrows. You think so? <laughs> no, that's why it would be a good punishment. Uh, so I'm going to tell the Nokomoto guys, you need to put balloon balloons on your, I, always, I was like trying to think, am I going to say the word of the week? You need to put balloons on your motorcycles next time you ride. And uh, picture, picture evidence 
Uh-huh. And what else? Because we need to... Wait, who's Evil Genius and why are we on Discord all of a sudden? Did somebody call this meeting? No. Anyway, you guys don't need to know what I'm typing, Nokomoto. We could be making secret plans to take over the, the potosphere. But anyway, become a patron. You can get in here with Nokomoto and us and talk to the Nokomoto boys. Who knows? Maybe you could uh, have your own podcast called Creative Noko. And with that, I think we're going to get out of here. I mean, it is 10 o'clock. It did, Wiggins came over at 7, 3 fucking hours ago. <laughs> and uh, we spent so much time trying to get stuff that worked last night to work again tonight and for some reason it didn't and that's very frustrating as a producer and embarrassing as a host and producer and I'm just going to keep saying producer because it makes me feel like I need to be accountable for something so with that we're going to quit this show I'll probably drop a little junk pile in here Wiggins where can we find you Uh, besides right here like in front of me (laughs) I know where to find you on the Instagrammers at uh, wig09 or uh, Field Initiative Knives, if you uh, <laughs> feel like you need something sharp and stabby. And let me tell you, um, you can look at my fingers and you know that I do an amazing job sharpening <laughs> yeah, a knife. Absolutely. I, w- I was thinking about you today because I was thinking of Jay and, like, you know, all the cool... Like, I, I want to promote you guys so much because of, you know, Wiggins volunteered. He donated a knife last year to Spooky Spokes, no, Solstice Slam. And Jay did the same with some artwork and stuff like that to some of the the people that have uh, reached out and she's doing some commissions. I want to say, like, you can't find a better handmade knife from somebody that you know and listen to every week than Field Initiative Knives. It's Field underscore initiative underscore knives on Instagram and the underscore flying banana on Instagram for Jay and her artwork. And Jay, um, I really do want to set something up Maybe you can do a drawing of one of Wiggins' night. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how well I'll tie this all together. But I cannot tell you both that I'm, you know, I was just thinking today, like, I'm super stoked that you guys have given something to the show. And what I can give back is my praise for your products because I've seen both of them in person. And I actually bought a knife off Wiggins that is um, basically like my carry-around tool that I use for everything. And uh, from sharpening pencils to cutting some friggin' metal in half the other day. Like, I cut some wire in half with it. And I actually need to talk to you about how to resharpen it and make it look pretty again. (laughs) But, but yeah, like, that. And if you've ever seen some of Jay's artwork, it is, like, tits on a pig. I heard that from an Australian guy. I don't know if that's good or bad, because in Australia, (laughs) everything's backwards, right? And upside down. Toilets go the wrong way. Sayings mean the exact opposite. So I think tits on a pig means good. But I'm not 100% sure. But anyway, yeah. We're going to get out of here. We're going to bounce. And with that, um, sayonara. Do, you, do we want to do one last thing before we leave? Do we want to do these stupid cards that we haven't done in a while? Uh, sure. Let's just, okay. I thought Wiggins was going to say no. Let's just get the fuck out of here. I'm surprised. So uh, as an aside to everyone who's tuning in right now, I got these cards for Christmas. We've done it a couple times. We forgot it a little bit because we all haven't been in the studio together for a little bit now. But I have these cards, and they're really lame, and they ask you stupid questions, and I'm going to mix them up. I'm going to let Wiggs pick one to ask to me. I will ask mine to Jay, and then Jay, I will ask yours as your proxy to Wiggins. So Wiggins, choose one of these cards. And in the meantime, Jay, why don't you sing us one of those cute little songs you were singing earlier? Uh, row, row, row your boat. You're fired. <laughs> That's not what I was looking for. But, hey, listen real quick. 
in Discord, the Nokomoto guys, I told them that they do need to put balloons on their bikes um, as punishment um, for saying the, guessing the word of the day. They typed it. So, I mean, I texted it to you. That didn't count. Maybe it doesn't count. But they said, yeah, I can put balloons on my bike. No problem. In fact, I can't believe I haven't done that before. I don't think they will last long. And then I'm going to put the... To also take a picture of bikes, bike with balloons on it, uh, next to Blucifer. And if you don't know what Blucifer is, just look up Blucifer or Blucifer uh, sculpture, and you'll know. Nokomoto guys, I'm sure, are very familiar with it. So also bike with balloons uh, and Blucifer in pick, and we'll post and post it to the creative writing page post to uh, Creative Writing Facebook or else. All right. So, Wiggs, what's your question for me? Uh, what would you improve in the city slash town you live in and why? <clears throat> this is a tricky question for me. Partially because I actually want things to get even worse than they are because when you're at the top... There's nowhere to go but down. But when you're at the bottom, there's nowhere to go but up, and everything is a uh, cloud with a silver lining in it. There's no way we can do escape from L.A. if things don't get even worse than they are now. <laughs> so what I want is I want things to just, like, go downhill like crazy. I want people to uh, start eating babies on the street. I want dogs to start making love to cats. I want. Have you been to Skid Row recently? Listen. I think all of that is still happening. Listen. <laughs> Not not recently enough, I guess. But pretty sure that all of that happens on a weekly basis. So, but not enough. Then I want more. Like I want. I just want. I read um, Max Brooks, who has written um, like some zombie survival guide way back when zombies were like first before zombies had jumped the shark when they were still like a thing, um, and also he wrote uh, World War Z, the book World War Z. And that book is phenomenal, right? And I'm reading it going, man, we still have a long way to go before we're at World War Z levels. We're, we're like, we're kind of like fucking babies right now, <laughs> you know, with homelessness and this and that. I want things to go like way downhill. So what would I fix in the city? Uh, nothing. Like I would fix it so that the water supply got tainted with something that actually turns people into mindless uh, walkers because I want the Escape from LA Challenge to go down in like the most epic way possible i've already been collecting stuff by the way i haven't told you guys that i shouldn't have told you just now um so yeah i don't want anything to get fixed i want it to get worse if anything um jay here's my question to you what is your favorite sport to play and to watch or to watch well to play and then separately to watch uh favorite sport to play uh i really enjoy playing soccer yeah as a kid, yeah, soccer's pretty great. Soccer's, and soccer's not a sport; it's a game. If if it has a ball, it's a game. I'm just saying. What? This is a motorcycle podcast. The only sports <laughs> racing. <laughs> if you don't. Um, well, in that case, I do enjoy watching motorcycle sports. Um, yeah. I've been getting into enduro and uh, flat track, and of course, uh, I started MotoGP this year. Yeah. Hey, did you see that? 
friggin' Moto 3. What was that kid's name? Max Gerbling or something? Like, uh, no, I'm behind, so oh, don't give it away. Shit, dude. No spoilers. You're gonna, I'm like a week behind. You're going to poop your pants when you see this kid go for... No, I can't tell you then. But I'm so pissed because on my Instagram, I follow MotoGP, and they, like, gave away the results of, like, the last race. And, like, they showed the video of, like, one of the people who won. And I was just like, fuck! Yeah. So, no, it's Moto. I think it was in Moto 3, and it put like all the action in Moto, like the regular, like Moto GP and Moto 2 class to shiz aim. So, yeah, keep your eyes peeled for that. You'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I got to catch up. I got to catch up. Oh, I'm man. A bit it was insane. So, yeah, that was a good race. Also, um, the Ulster uh, Isle of Man, before we get on to. Let me, let me just ask you your question, then we'll get into some, some stuff. So, Jay. This is uh, to Wiggins from you. It says, what challenge or problem did you work on today, Wiggins? Uh, yeah, tell us, tell us that, Wiggins. At, at work, I am making these plates right now out of 4140, and it should be simple. Mill one side flat, do some, some features on it, flip it over, mill off the extra material that we held onto on the other side. And when I milled off most of the extra material, they warped like... Uh, not quite an eighth of an inch, but about a sixteenth of an inch. And in machinist terms, that's like sixty thousandths, which is a lot. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm literally, I had a one inch plate of steel and a press today, straightening it out, putting it back so, in the mill and milling it flat. That sucks. That's so frustrating. It's so frustrating because you realize how just even a little bit of a warpage is yeah. too much. Well, and it's, it, it's uh, it just stresses in the forty-one forty material. Like when I got online and started reading about it, it seems more common in forty-one forty. And looking at the part, there's probably no reason it needs to be forty-one forty. But um, yeah, it's just like totally like basically there was an inch and a half piece of material, and as I was milling it down to an inch. It just stresses literally within within the material, and it just fucking bananaed. It was not awesome. So I worked on that all day. Yeah. You know what's the funny thing about metal? It seems like it'd be easier than wood because you really can't put wood back once <laughs> or stone once it's gone. But metal has this strange way of doing weird sort of bends and, and warpings that you just can't uh, compensate for. Sometimes you just have to give up and start over. I hope you don't have to do that. I still have another piece of material, but the question was, is it going to do the same fucking thing? So, uh, yeah, not super stoked right now. What are you making plates for? Nobody wants to eat off of uh, metal anymore. This isn't the 16th century. Nah. Were you cooling it? Was it because, was there any, like, oil or water on it? Uh, yeah, it, it's in a CNC, so it's full flood coolant. There's no, uh, no heat. Hey. To, to stress it out. I want to ask you, like CNC, what is that? What is it that they use um, to cool that off? Like, what is the fluid? It's a soluble oil, so it's just it's like. Is it environmentally friendly? Like, what happens to I it mean, after mostly does water. it cycle back through? Yeah, so it cycles through the machine. Um, there's like filters and stuff to kind of clean it, but it will go bad. It'll get bacteria and shit in it, um, but it's like. 95% water. So, cause I'm wondering about this because the way, you know, how I want civilization basically to crumble. I'm wondering about how much water we're using for manufacturing and like agriculture and all this stuff, because I really want zombies to be a real thing. <laughs> and I was actually, every time I see something getting either milled or CNC'd or anything where I see like some fluid going on it and like, especially like water jets and stuff like that and water knives, I always wonder 
like how much of the potable drinking supply I know that didn't come out of people's toilets or recycled sewer water. I know that's like potable tap water going in there. So I always wonder, like thank you, Wiggins, for helping the zombie apocalypse happen <laughs> that much faster. Um but yeah, uh, now that we've got our questions out of the way, I did want to say, Jay, speaking of MotoGP and all, and your favorite sport, which is soccer, so is mine. Um, motorcycle racing is just as badass. And this last year, Hickman and um, Harrison, right? Peter Hickman, uh, Dean, yeah. Those, they had made the Isle of Man the fastest race in the world by doing 135 mile an hour average lap speeds, which means they're up around, you know, they're over 200 in the fast parts. Um, the Ulster GP, I believe, just became the fastest with those two same guys. I think it was Hickman and Harrison racing each other to the end, and um, they basically went 135-plus, whatever, like a little bit faster than the Isle of Man, or 136, something like that. And when you see them screaming around, the Isle of Man looks wide compared to some of the stuff that they race in Northern Ireland and, like, the Ulster GP and all that stuff. And, yeah, if you ever watch any of those, like the Northwest and uh, the Southern 100 or whatever, some of those roads look like friggin' ox cart paths like it's crazy how fast they're going on these skinny little roads but yeah they just made that the fastest road race in the world and uh, if you're interested in watching that i don't know where you're gonna get that but anyway yeah um so nokomoto is uh join us on evil genius thank you for checking in um banana wheels which is jay is on our uh discord me and uh, the nokomoto boys so if you ever get in there one of these nights we do record usually starting at eight o'clock unless we're having massive technical difficulties like normal um tuesdays at eight o'clock is when we normally record and so hop in the discord then i know most of you are on eastern time but if you have insomnia or uh all that great stuff you can always check in with us and see what we're yakking about and be part of the challenge. If you type the word of the week, uh, we'll make you do the punishment as well. I will send you some Clobmans if you get the pickle challenge. And if you don't, um, if it is, get butt raped by my neighbor, Mongo. Just supply your address, and I will send them your way. So anyway, Jay Wiggs, thanks for hanging out with me this week. And let's... Uh, the outro music this week, I think it should just be that sweet porno, porno music that we've been playing for the past couple weeks. So... Yeah, I'm gonna throw some dubstep in here. How's that? You guys are cool with dubstep, right? Sure. All right. All right, everybody, take it easy. By the way, I don't think we said what episode this was, but it was 187, and you heard a lot about motorcycles, uh, talking, racing. If you want to, leave us a message at uh, area code 740-563-2858. I may have got some messages tonight. I didn't check our uh, thing, but uh, I will. And also, if you want to reach us, it's creativewritingpodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Facebook or Instagram at creativewritingpodcast. Uh, check out our Twitter at creative underscore writer. And uh, also, you know, we get in there, we do some of the stuff that all the movie stars and presidential candidates are doing. We get, we get hyphy on Twitter. And uh, check us out on Tumblr, which has uh, apparently let porno return. And now check us out on Discord by becoming a patron. All right, folks. Later, potatoes. Oh, yeah. <laughs>